Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice. This podcast is on contextual safeguarding, the wider responsibility and the implications of primary care networks. Wendy Tharagood, consultant nurse and safeguarding, is in discussion with our own GP and Wessex LMC's medical director, Claire Sieber. So, Wendy, might PCNs be an opportunity for for us to, uh, as practices, get together to uh, do our safeguarding, learning, and training and updates? Definitely. What's what's really going to give you the opportunity is for early intervention, because of course what um, what most safeguarding is, we're further down the line. So actually having your partners around you as part of the um, wider community is going to be talked about as contextual safeguarding. So it's it's what's happening around your area, so you know where where the hotspots are or where the threats or risk on. So if you had an area where there was high unemployment. Um, you know, a, a lot of cases on your books in relation to neglect, um, which is something that we're not getting in early enough, um, or just a general vulnerability. Actually having your partners, it's about actually perhaps thinking how you can think out of the box and think how can I work with these partners and bring them into the practice. So some areas, they've actually had um, the local community police that will actually call in, so he will actually identify a cohort that he's um, he's particularly concerned about so that can be some of your adolescents and that may be drug and alcohol low level misuse um, or it may be within the elderly population where you have loneliness and isolation um, so early help is about actually um, being there and being able to identify very early signs um, in relation to when you think things are going wrong. So if somebody's some you get a couple quite common that are actually going through a divorce in relation to um, fighting and battling over the children, the long term impact of emotional harm that can cause if we don't actually get them the right help. So actually knowing that this is actually happening so there may be some low level domestic violence forms that you actually get through that isn't reaching the threshold for safeguarding but what it is reaching for is um, again for early intervention in relation to what perhaps a health visitor or the local community the family centre or the hubs depending on what you've got linked there will be hubs that can actually perhaps do some parenting work work with them to say that actually if you're going to carry on with this behavior that's going to impact on the children and we want the best outcome to the children so again that's not safeguarding but actually having um knowing exactly what's on offer within your local community from other people mm-hmm. actually it would make your life easier because i think domestic abuse is something that actually comes through to general practices a lot um but until somebody's willing to actually break that relationship, it's okay, what can we do? Parenting, as I say, there are other services, other areas that can actually support that. And as I say, when we're talking about contextual safeguarding, it's talking about the whole community um, and looking at what is actually going on um, and how as partners we can work together. And as I say, the, the Bobby on the beat, so if you could have like group reflective sessions when you're talking about these vulnerable families that you've had on your books for a long time that are causing you sort of you know you're seeing them from a medical perspective when a lot of the problems are environmental Mm. so it could purely be that they've all got rotten landlords and they're living in unhealthy situations and again you as a group you'll be able to tackle that and actually say that child that's living there has got asthma because the house is damp 
you know and again that isn't a safeguarding but it's an early intervention to actually so you've got a medical situation saying if that family are going to live there there's mold on the wall on the walls um and you know it's not a healthy environment you can actually work with the housing agencies to actually challenge those situations but all you would be doing is acting as the conduit to actually sharing the medical reason as to why um whether it's an adult or child their life is being impacted on um and other partners can come together and it offers you the opportunity to be able to actually have a reflective conversation about what's worrying you as compared to a child that isn't going to school so has a lot of absences and that can actually you know you might not know anything about the absences but they might be giving a medical reason for an absence at school and actually the police know this is a family the mother can't get out of bed she's not taking her children to school and you're just being used as an excuse so it's it's that conversation that you can share that information and say well actually I haven't seen that child it might result in you actually having to see the child and do a medical and you realize that there's absolutely nothing wrong with them but then you're building that information in a really early way aren't you to actually prevent it becoming a real chronic problem um, which leads on to the families that you perhaps know well where there is chronic neglect and there may be peaks and troughs in relation to how agencies work together um, but I think we have to work really closely to actually um, not just collude with these families or accept the way that they're living if their children are being harmed or the adults themselves. Um, neglect is one of the highest levels of um, safeguarding that doesn't get addressed. Um, you, you would you would identify if there is um, a break in a child so physical abuse gets recognized sexual abuse once actually identified gets recognized and gets actioned mm -hmm. but emotional and neglect are one of the ones that people still struggle with mm -hmm. which is why we have to move into that um, area where we work in differently and get in the community response um, working with these families to really challenge what's going on and who's going to be a protective factor and as I say that may be people that aren't statutory agencies it could be practical help um, that they just need in relation to changing and as I say that's your early intervention um, and again neglect can have lifelong consequences if they're not taking the children to have their teeth addressed um, and they've all got rotten teeth and they have to have the teeth out then they're going to be bullied at school they're not going to be able to eat so you're going to start seeing medical problems the child's going to failure to thrive mm -hmm. they're not going to speak properly but again I think a lot of some of this just bubbles along and we treat it as normal I mean I've had people that have had all of their children that have had to have total distractions and they almost see it as normal rather than actually educating them to clean their teeth um, and whose responsibility is that well again it's it's the early prevention you know that's where you want some people working with these families to break that cycle of historic neglect that's just accepted and I think we can all think of people that are on our books that we've known perhaps mm -hmm. in relation to the fact that they've always behaved like that so we just accept it but it, if the lifetime impact is that they're not going to be economically being able to work they're going to be suffering at school we've got to recognize the fact of the that's going to be quite an impact on not only them but on society so actually having these bigger hubs i think will open you the opportunity to bring other people in that can perhaps work with those families in a very non-threatening way and have those conversations do you agree yes i agree and i think it sounds like pcns could use 
use this as an opportunity to, to think about how we do our safeguarding learning in a new way. We could invite as a PCN our local Bobby on the Beat or our environmental agency team to come in and have a chat and we could probably do some early intervention through that but yeah. also do some shared safeguarding learning together. Yeah. Especially if it's something tangible like, um, um, you know, that the housing stock is really poor. Collectively, you're going to have a much better response, aren't you? And physically and mentally, those patients are going to feel better cared for, aren't they? In a non-threatening early intervention way. Um, and sometimes it's a physical space. So some of the youth offending, they don't even have... Um, you know a venue so if they could actually hold a clinic within one of your rooms to see some of your patients and again you would actually understand you know you could have that soft intelligence shared couldn't you in relation to what's going on for them mm-hmm. it could be really beneficial couldn't it mm, thought-provoking stuff Wessex LMC's supporting you and your practice